Hey, my name is Yolanda and welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. Tune in each week as I speak frankly about life experiences from my perspective and offer you a bit of unsolicited advice. Let's take a little time to laugh, to think, and to cry as we tackle some serious topics and some not so serious topics. Be sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Welcome to Frank Factualities, the podcast. My name is Yolanda. Thank you all for tuning in to my show for another brand new episode. I truly, truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. How is everyone doing? I hope all is well. I am not doing too well, actually. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't feel well. I, um... I don't know. I don't think I have like COVID or anything like that. It is just that my body aches. I know that sounds COVID-ish and or flu-ish, but um, I'm like sore and tense in the neck shoulder area. Could just be stress. Could just be that I need some rest. I don't know, but uh, I hope that it comes to an end, this uh, feeling. But I'm not going to hold you guys because, again, I want to go lay down. So (laughs) let's get straight into street talk. What has been going on in the streets, guys? Um, Do you guys know who Ebony Williams is? You may remember her. She is a late night show host on Revolt. She has this show called State of the Culture. I think that's the name of it. Uh, Not many of us probably watch Revolt and late night shows, but uh, you do remember her comments. She made mention of not wanting to date a bus driver back in the day. And that was this whole big thing. Everybody was coming out of the woodworks talking about her comments. They even invited her on the Breakfast Club to discuss what she said. And she was getting very defensive. Her and Charlemagne kind of went back and forth. So I'm pretty sure you guys know uh, who I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, she has done it again. She has <laughs> made another comment that has people uh, in an uproar. So she said that pretty much. You know how we think that as men get older, their value kind of goes down. Like men only want to settle down when they get older. At that point, they're kind of washed up and nobody really wants them. Well, she pretty much said that about black women. She said that we need to chase the ring just as much as we chase degrees. It's that she said she's 40. And by that time, pretty much your value goes down. And every year you're unmarried, the value, your value as I guess a single black woman is decreased and so we need to when we're in college if we want to have a family and if we want to uh, settle down we need to chase the husband or the marriage idea just as much as we chase our degrees now I don't really know how you all feel about this um This ain't really my lane. You know, I like to talk my ish when I feel like I can. I'm married. Sometimes I teeter the the fence because I don't want to offend anyone because, you know, I can't really I'm not in that boat as a, a single woman. However, if I were not married at 40, I think it depends on the life I lived, whether or not I would feel like 
I'm losing my value because if I want to be married and I'm not and I don't have any children, then I may feel that way. Honestly, I may. But if I have children and I've been in a long term relationship, may not had the paperwork, but I've lived with someone, then I may not feel that way because ultimately it's kind of the same in a sense. I mean, if you've been in a uh, relationship with someone and you guys have lived together for Uh, probably I'm going to say more than two years, you really understand the concept of marriage. It's kind of the same without the courts. You guys can just separate, really not with no strings attached because when you live with somebody, uh, depending on the state that you live in, there are laws and that you can't really kick someone out, blah, blah, blah. But if you have lived with them, then you know what it's like to live with someone. You know what it's like to share bills and make decisions together and uh, all that good stuff. So I think that it depends on each individual person. Then we always forget that not everyone wants to get married. So I guess that's why she said, if you want a family, then that's something that you need to think about. But as women, I would say my opinion on that is that we don't necessarily um, control whether or not we get married, if, if I'm making sense. So yes, a woman can say she wants to be married, but if she doesn't have any suitors, if anyone's not trying to wife her, then I can't force anybody to marry me. Um, you can always give someone ultimatums, but I don't necessarily think that that's the right way to go either. I have given ultimatums in my day, but not so much as I will leave you, but like, hey, I think that the expectation or your expectation should be made clear. So, of course, if you're dating someone, it should be made clear if you uh, want to date with the intent of being married. That should be obvious. And if you do have a time limit on that, that should be expressed. I don't think it should be if you don't do this within the time limit, then this will happen. But I think that your intent should be stated. So uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that she was right? Do you think that that's the truth? Uh, I think you can find love at any age. And again, whether or not you get married or not, I don't I think a person will be as happy getting married at 50 as they would be at 30. And I think that you would probably be more prepared at 50 to be married and settled than you are at 25, 30. And eh, you're getting a little long in the tooth, but I think you'd still be more prepared at 50. So that's what I got for you guys for hot topics or street talk. So um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn with this one. I, I see where she's coming from. I understand what she means. I think that she's just trying to say that women, sometimes black women get so caught up in chasing our education and our degrees and all of those things that we get lost in the family concept. And by the time we wake up, we realize like, oh shoot. Yeah, I do want a husband. I do want kids. And then now our eggs are drying up and, you know, now our, our pickings are slim because now one thing I did notice or not notice, but one thing I do see in society is that, uh, our older guys or older men that are successful tend to go younger. So if say, for example, I'm 43 and if I were single and I'm out in the streets looking for a successful man that makes more money than me, I think we talked about this last time about Tyler Perry's comments. If I'm looking for someone who makes like three times the amount that I make, Uh, those people typically don't want ladies my age or their age for that matter. So if the guy is like 50, I'm 43, he's not looking for a 43 year old woman who has children and, um, you know, divorced, or even if she's not divorced, she didn't have children. Like he's not looking for that. He's looking for, uh, a 30 year old, possibly 25 year old who is young and popping, who can keep up with him and he can, 
you know, spoil, get dressed and I don't want to say control, but pretty much lead, uh, lead heavily. So, you know, I just wouldn't be in that. Now, maybe if someone is my age with my same experiences who have been in long-term relationships, been married, has children already, and they are looking for someone to settle down with, then I may be equal, you know, we may be on equal footing there and that may work. So I think it complicates things, obviously, as you get older, but, uh, that topic kind of stems into, or that street talk topic blends into what I want to discuss as a topic. So I was at school and uh, my principal pulled me over and he said that he had overheard in conversation with some young girls and he was just saying, well, you know, Miss Gore, I think you need to have a conversation with them uh, just about like relationships and things like that because, you know, I overheard some things and they could definitely use some wisdom. Um, I don't know what he overheard, but all I know is the girls immediately started talking about when they get married, you know, and no guy going to control me when I get married. Um, I'm not even going to change my last name. I'm going to keep my last name because I'm a boss and I'm not going to. I mean, the neck rolling and the attitude was on a thousand. And I'm just sitting here like, you know, that used to be me. And when I say that, I mean, I always had an attitude. I I experienced this with another woman. She was going tit for tat with a guy via text. And it was like, oh, he's not going to talk to me like that. I'm going to let him know I'm not the one. And so she wanted to go into a verbal spat with him, wanted to show him like I'm not the one by cussing him, emasculating him, doing whatever. And I got that same energy from those young girls. And I used to be like that, like ain't nobody going to try me. I mean, I'm slick at the mouth. I still am. However, I realized that As the people say, you can catch more flies with honey than you can vinegar. And even though, you know, these dudes may still deal with me with my slick, smart mouth, it wasn't catching me no flies. Not that I wanted flies, but you know what I mean? I wasn't catching anything. I was really kind of rushing and moving them out of the way because who wants to deal with that? At the end of the day, I've learned that I can get my point across. Now, that took some work now, a little bit of therapy, you know what I'm saying? But, um... I can get my point across without cussing a man out. I can get my point across without belittling, demeaning. And I try my best to choose my words wisely. And not that I don't say what's on my mind, but I do my best to not call them out of their name. Like I'm never going to call a man a bitch, uh, say he pussy. Those are to me now some things that are a no-no. Like there's some non-negotiables that I'm sure men have, but for me, that is just unacceptable. And those are things that I've committed to never saying to a man again, not that I haven't said them before, but (laughs) those are some things that I've committed myself to never saying, because I feel like once you say those things, there's no coming back from them. And if we don't want men to call us bitches, then we shouldn't call them bitches either. And again, it's emasculating and how can you want a man to respect you or want him to feel like he's a leader and that he's in charge of the family when you've made him feel like shit? So I've just committed myself to staying away from certain languages and not that I can't tell them that I'm disappointed in them, that I don't appreciate being talked to that way. I think that those things still are powerful without me having to demean the man. Um, I remember getting into an argument with someone and I mean, I was everything but a child of God. It was, you know, pretty much calling me a hoe, all these different things. And I listened and I really was thinking about how those things made me feel. And I wanted the upper hand. And I at that moment realized that me having the upper hand wasn't going tit for tat. Me having the upper hand was not saying anything because 
you're, people are going to regret the way that they treat you, especially if you're a person that gives good love. I always say that about myself. I feel like I give good love. And if I know that I did right by you, I treated you well when we were in a relationship. I gave you everything that I had to give you and we fell out for whatever reason. And you decided that you wanted to call me everything but a child of God because we got into this argument. Then I feel like, you know what? At the end of the day, you'll wake up one day and be like, you know what? I ain't had to talk to her like that. I didn't have to treat her like that. But it won't be like, well, forget her because she did. She said this and she said that. No, I want you to eat them words. I want you to sit on it. I want you to keep that same energy when you see me again. But it ain't going to be because I gave you that that smoke back. I just don't want that type of energy in the air. I don't want that to be my karma because I believe I always say this. I believe in karma, good and bad. So whatever you put out, you're going to get back. And that goes for the guys that give me smoke. At the end of the day, you're going to get that back. And I'm not going to say that sometimes I don't react and respond to anger. And I may not say I may say some things that I'm not going to say that I don't regret because I I always told you I don't have regrets. But I may say some things that I probably shouldn't have. Um so I think about it and again, I choose my words wisely. So not saying I ain't going to dig in your ass. You're going to get this work, but I'm just not going to call you out of your name and I'm not going to neck roll. And as far as the whole like I me, mean, if I get married, I'm going to keep my last name and all this stuff. It's just levels to it. It's like, I mean, to each his own. These girls were talking and they don't even have a name for themselves. It's like, well, I want to keep my name because I'm a boss and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Beyonce is too. However, she is still Beyonce um, knows Carter. At the end of the day, you can hyphenate your name. At the end of the day, people still know her as Beyonce, regardless of what her last name is. You can be so much of a boss that it don't matter what you call yourself. Prince changed his whole name to a symbol. He was still a boss. Everybody still knew who he was. To me, that's a lame excuse to say why you, uh, you know, want to maintain your independence. Um, again, I understand. I used to be that girl. Like, hey, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm a staying on my own ten. I don't need no man. Blah 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 blah. Um. And rightfully so. Most of the time, we probably won't need a man or don't need a man, but that don't mean we don't want a man. So to carry on like you don't want them is a different story. Yes, we may not need them, but that doesn't need to be said. You know what I'm saying? That's just a conversation that should live in your head or amongst your homegirls. Uh, that's just kitchen table talk. It doesn't need to be said to a man that you don't need them. And then you wonder why they don't want to settle with you. It's just that we do have to be careful of our words. Watch what we say, ladies. Yeah, men deserve respect too. Just like we want respect, we got to learn to give the respect. And I know that we can be slick at the mouth. Like I said, I'm owning that. I have have been, can be, will, you know, will be maybe again someday. I hope not because, you know, I'm a work in progress. So it's just a day-to-day effort to try to keep my tongue. But once you have a respect for your partner, um, I respect my husband. So I would never, uh, regardless of what he said or did to me, ever go that low again there's just a line that you can cross and to me a uh, certain language is uh, a line that you shouldn't cross it's like when Mari used to say I remember if, if you ever watch Mari he would always say you should never tell a man he's not the father of the child like that's the line you never cross because you can't go back cross that again that's just out of anger you just get so mad you want to hurt him so you say whatever it is that you got to say Another thing, back to the topic of being at a certain age and not married and how women feel about it. I remember or I remember feeling like I wasn't respected as a professional. I wasn't even that young, but I think that because I wasn't married and I had kids, I feel like I wasn't being respected amongst other professional women who were married. It was almost like, especially if you if you're cute. 
And uh, any man that you talk to, any man that people are just going to automatically assume that you're sleeping with them. And not that they can't think that when you're married, but they will less likely think that you are a hoe and sleeping with every man you talk to when you're married, especially if they can see the relationship with your husband. If you're always talking about him, he comes around, you bring him to corporate functions and yada, 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 then they're not going to assume that. But I promise you, my name has been associated with a lot of guys that I had no dealings with. But for whatever reason, not being married and being a woman that they considered to be cute or attractive got me into a lot. And I remember a woman who was dating a coach at the time. And she said amongst the other coaches wives, uh, they would give her the side eye because again, she wasn't married to the other coach. And it wasn't until she married him that she gained the respect from the parents as well as the other coaches wives. So a lot of times, unfortunately in society, you do gain a different level of respect as a married woman. And so I don't mind or didn't mind getting my husband's last name, keeping his last name to the point where I joke with him all the time. And it's just a joke. Like, all right, now something happened. I'm going to be on some Tina Turner. Um, You can have everything but the name because <laughs> I'm keeping it. And so he'd be like, no, you're not. You know, it, it, we're just joking. But that's the conversation that we have because again, I wanted to keep it to the point where I don't have my formal last name. When I got married, you had the choice. You know, I asked them about hyphenation and I could be wrong. But at the time I went in my situation, they said that they didn't hyphenate. I could choose choose to keep my last name as my my maiden name as my middle name and then my married name be my last name or I could uh, drop it and then keep my middle name as my middle name so that there wasn't technically a hyphenation but it would be if my name was my first name my maiden name and my last so I liked my middle name and I didn't want to drop it so I just dropped my whole last name considering the fact that I am not affiliated with anyone of the family of Johnson my grandmother married a Johnson had a set of kids uh, he passed away. Then she had another set of kids by someone else and just gave everybody her married name. But I am not affiliate because I've been on Ancestry. So um, Johnson has no affiliation with my lineage at all. So it didn't mean I knew that before, though, before I got on Ancestry that I wasn't really a Johnson Um in the sense of blood, obviously everybody else in my family had that last name too, but outside of that family, like my mom and her sisters and her siblings, I wasn't related to any other one. So I was okay with getting rid of it. And I share the last name with our son. And so that meant more to me that as a family, we represented it, but you got to really think about, as we stated in the last episode, if you listened, it was knowing what you want. And if you want to be married, then I, uh, gotta agree with Ebony just a little bit that that should be a goal of yours just like uh getting a degree just like buying a house just like saving money paying off your debt all those things should be in it and I'm not saying that women don't do that I think that's my struggle with agreeing with her is that you act like women don't have that goal already but how do you work towards a goal of being married when we don't control I mean you could ask a man to marry him but who does that like I know that's something I don't agree with so if you have uh if you your intent is to be married and that is a goal of yours and you're in college then obviously we are going to date but we date anyway so what's the difference with saying my goal is to be married I'm dating with the intent of marriage then okay I do want to be married I'm just dating guys out here in college that's not on the forefront of my brain I feel like our actions within that those two situations are exactly the same we get in a relationship it may work out it may not all women to me are typically the same if you're in a committed relationship with a man and you're truly in love 
love with them. If they were to ask you to marry them, you would. Regardless as if you ever said, I don't want to get married. I've heard so many girls, I don't want to get married. I don't want to have kids. They end up married with kids. It just is what it is because you're just so in love with this man that that's what it it, it uh, ends up. And you're not going to leave him if he wants to be with you forever because you're in love with him. And if that's what he wants, you're going to acquiesce, right? So that's how I feel about that. But I don't know how to pursue, how a woman would pursue marriage. You get what I'm saying? Other than being in a committed relationship, expressing that she wants to be married with hopes that the man feels the same way about her. I think that um, a lot of people, if you're at my age right now and you're still dating and my I'm 43, um, a lot of times people are waiting on the next best thing. I see a lot when I hear it. It's like, well, yeah, I'm with somebody and they're pretty good to me, but is there something else better? And because I have the idea that there's something else better out there, then I am in a relationship or I'm dating, but my eye is still open. Meaning if somebody else is interested in me, I'll still talk to them. I'll still entertain them to see if it goes somewhere. But to me, that never works because you can't be 100% committed to something if you're not 100% committed to something. Meaning if you ain't all in, then they're going to know that you all ain't all in. We all know that. I mean, we act like we don't know, but we really do because as I like to say, when you're, if the conversation is getting shorter with you, it's getting longer with somebody else. So we always tell on ourselves, we're not calling as much as we used to. We always will see each other on every weekend or every other day. Now it comes every other week instead of every other day. It is just, we tell on ourselves every time. And then we always make it excuses, but everybody knows when someone's changing in their lives. So, uh, I would say be consistent if that's what you want. Make sure you continue to reiterate that that's what you want. And man or woman, just always state that so that whoever you're dating, whomever you're dating, partner, understands it. And I just pray that everybody gets what they want out of life, whether that's marriage. I mean, we talk about relationships a lot. I think that everything that happens in the world is based on relationships, whether that be romantic, platonic partnerships which are still relationships with like uh, co-workers or bosses and whatever whatever everything is relationship driven and so it's important that we learn how to navigate through those relationships and be transparent communicate all of those other good stuff and guys I do want to say that if I sound scattered tonight I already told y'all I didn't feel good okay (laughs) but I'm pushing through this anyway and um but again I don't want to keep you long so um If you guys have any uh, feedback for me as I uh, randomly throw in there for some of my episodes, let me know. So hit me up. Let me know you're listening. I appreciate that. I got a a DM from someone on my last episode that said, hey, I know they may not tell you they're listening, but they're listening. And I really did appreciate that comment. So if you guys are listening, if you just want to tell me, hey, I hear you, I'm listening, uh, hit me up on any of my social media platforms. It's for at Frank Factualities. And I would love to hear from you all, but I am going to go now so I can go to sleep. Okay, Uh, guys, I really appreciate you and I love you all for listening. That is my time. I will holler at you guys. Bye.